here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Like that. That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another. Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it. Here is Tony Bruno. Looking live. Just a few blocks away from the now gutted Melrose Diner in South Philadelphia. Is it completely gutted? No, it's not gutted, but it's shut down and they're going to try to reopen it. Legendary Joint, one of the first places I took Miss Robin on fire. Probably a grease fire, but uh, they have it shut down and they hope to reopen it next week. So if you're everybody who knows goes to the Melrose Diner restaurant for the most in quality. Legendary joint, literally two blocks from here. Yes. Last, yesterday afternoon, fire started. Everything's okay right now, though, because we are underway on this throwback Thursday. You know what today is, Robin? What is today, It's not Tom? Taco Tuesday. It's not Ta-Ta Thursday. It's not Throw Down Thursday. It's not Thirsty Thursday, but it could be because you got you to hydrate. But today is not Christmas in July Day, although it is. It's July 25th. I is guess this that the we, day? That Isn't the be. entire month Christmas in July now? It just is turn for, on. Just it turn is for on. us. Yeah, just turn on any of the shopping channels. They're already selling Christmas ornaments. Hallmark's already running Christmas movies. July is, I guess, the midway point. Although it's we're seven months in, so I don't understand how July became the midway point between Christmas and the next Christmas. I'll have to ask my own personal little elf, my daughter Kimberlyn, who exactly. is the Christmaholic. No, it's not Whip Em Out Wednesday. That was yesterday. Come on, John. you you got to follow the program here. It's Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. We have all kinds of action. But you know what we have today? Finally, we can say for the first time without worrying about people worrying about how many days there are to training camp. Ladies and gentlemen, the boys are back in town. The boys. The big boys. The smaller boys. The tall boys. The Glamour Boys. They're back. Hey, Tom Brady got back today. <laughs> and thank you, Joe Quills, for joining us. Exactly. 
It's Thrusting Thirsty Thursday in the National Football League. And what did I say yesterday when I said, what's the one thing you think about? Now, people are showing up at camps. People at Eagles Tramp are trying to look through the bushes there on Broad Street. Somebody actually shot a video looking (laughs) because, you know, there's hedges outside. And there are people in training camp. Reporters are. But the general public's not allowed because the facility's not that big. I'm not. I'm not defending it, but a lot of teams have open practices. Yes, down there in Tampa, the coach is saying, "Come on down." I'm surprised there's not more drone footage going over because it would be so easy to be. No, that's dangerous. You can't have drones flying over a field. I know it's dangerous, but I'm surprised more people. It don't doesn't try matter. It. There are TV stations with cameras actually shooting practice, Robin. There doesn't have to be anything. This this isn't some. Some secret mission. You There's guys people. stretching and throwing footballs around. You know, people, they're going to want to do it. Like, if they're peeking through. And you know what they footage. should do? Shoot the damn drone down. <laughs> Shoot that some bitch down. Well, now they have, uh, <laughs> apparently, the American government has uh, some kind of machine that can just deactivate yes. it and then it just. I don't falls think out. any of the local ho- ho- uh, honks in town who are trying to spy on training camp here in Philadelphia <laughs> had that kind of equipment. I don't well, think Jeffrey Lurie has invested in drone because remember that's in a flight path down there. Yeah, that's right I know. near the. Uh, so you can't be flying stuff without any kind of FAA approval. So that's your FAA update at this hour. Miss Robin, the lady in red today. I am in red. It's a big anniversary it, today is it too. Bad to wear black bra underneath a, a red. I would go with the no bra under the red, but I would go with no bra in any. I don't wear a bra ever anymore. Not well, yet. No, anyway. my t-shirt's a little bit too see-through to do that. Is it? No, I like the black and red. It's better than the Phillies burgundy that they'll be busting out when they return home to play baseball tomorrow night against the Atlanta Braves. But we have daytime baseball. We have training camp. And what did I say yesterday about my biggest concern at training camp? Not how the guys look. If Not it, It's what? It's if they get injured. Exactly. And guess what's happened already? No. Yes. After one day? They're not even, one, they're not even halfway through the first day of many of these training camps. My biggest concern isn't, you know, hey, how about uh, Deshaun Jackson catching balls wide open uh, by, by uh, Carson Wentz at Broad and Patterson? Of course he's going to catch balls wide open, and of course Carson Wentz is going to be able to throw the ball deep, and people will go, ooh, Carson and Deshaun. Listen, I'm excited, too. I love football. It's my favorite sport. But the bottom line is this. All you do is worry about injuries. You know, you, you just want to get to the first game that matters. And what happened already? Well, their first casualty wasn't even a player. It was at Detroit Lions camp today. Matt Patricia, the former New England Patriot assistant coach, entering his second year as the head coach of your Detroit Lions. You see how he rolled into his first uh, preseason presser today? He actually rolled in. He had one of those knee carts. It was one of those scooters, the knee scooter. Not the one the old people's use, but it's one that you, uh, not the one that the woman was being towed in California down the road. Right, right, right. One of those little. This is one if you had knee surgery. The one that they advertise walk. on free on the internet. Whatever it is. There's all kinds of scooters right. out there. A lot of them are scams, by the way. But knee, Matt Patricia. Yes. Apparently had some sort of a knee issue. And so he comes into the press conference today with one knee on a scooter mm-hmm. and he's walking with the other leg. And so as he opens his press conference, people are talking. He's talking about the team, and the guys are getting together. They're working out. It's our second season, blah, blah, blah. But then somebody asked him, what the hell happened to your knee, Matt Patricia? Let's go to the tape. 
recruitment part of it. Happened with your lower leg issue? With mine? Yeah. Yeah, same deal. Just It's nothing. It's just something, um, you know, with um, the tendon back there and, and the bone and the muscle that I just, you know, again, I don't have a lot of time to fix that stuff. So Doc just went in kind of cleaned some sh- uh, some stuff up in there and, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and went from there. <laughs> we all need training camp. <laughs> in all seriousness, how, like you said, I mean, it takes you 10, 15 years away. How long do you expect it to kind yeah. of be... I'm honestly, I just, I'm really trying to be careful with it um, so that I don't have any setbacks from that standpoint. Um, so probably maybe a little bit overcautious when, when I can be, you know, as opposed to it's a long season. So there you have it. Matt Patricia, the first casualty, he had surgery to clean some shit out of his knee. Yeah. That's pretty much what he said. Yeah, he did. You know, as, as we say on the show, it's one of our go-to things every single day. Same thing happened to Matt Patricia. Right at his knee. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. No, he's not doing a Kevin Durant impersonation. And he's on a golf cart, you know, at practice watching his team play. So he's going to be okay. He just had some stuff removed. We all get stuff removed every once in a while. Some of us voluntarily, some of us involuntarily. Yeah. Some of us are not quite so happy about having things removed, but hey. AJ in San Antonio. Colin Kaepernick just tweeted his praise to Matt Patricia for taking an E. Oh. oh. We got a lot of stuff today. And by the way, clean that shit up is probably what we always like to do. I say it to Robin all the time. Clean that damn shit up in here. And What's the matter with you? I clean that shit up all the time. As no, you don't. I'm the one. The, the sink is full every night. And what oh, do I'm I do? I'm not talking about dishes. I'm uh, talking about me. Oh, well, yeah. Well, gee. <laughs> Housework? <laughs> so there's your... And by the way, so that's the first injury we saw this morning. Then guess what happened at Jacksonville Jaguars camp? Leonard Fournette limps off the field during his first practice today, grabbing his hamstring. Oh, man. And this is a guy, remember last year, this guy's a stud player. Yes. And last year he went through all of these continuing recurring hamstring injuries. So for all you fantasy draft guys out there, I know these are the kinds of things you worry about right now. Hey, what's going to happen with Leonard Fournette's hamstring? I can't draft him in the first round. How many times do we have to tell people, stretch, No, nah, but this guy's stretch. got a recurring issue. It's not like it. I know. It, you know, a lot of it happens with heat. This is just, this is, he's not the only guy. Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons today grabbed his hamstring early in practice down in Georgia. And they're going to have an update on his situation. And the good news in Jacksonville, though, yesterday we told you about Jalen Ramsey with the, right. uh, with the, Armored truck. Yes. He was not injured yesterday taking in his fake bags of money into the locker room or on the field today. <laughs> it would have been so appropriate, though, like if he had fallen out and, the, and like gotten And then he got, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have been appropriate. That would have been wrong, Robin. Are you wishing been, ill will no, on people? No, but it would have been sort of like, yeah, you, got, you had that coming kind of thing. Uh, by the way, no, 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 Joe. Nick Foles did not have a groin pull, although there were many women outside of camp hearing about the legend of Big Dick Nick, wondering whether they can get a pull of his groin. But he's a very religious guy, and he's got a family. You know, he's not, he doesn't do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A lot of athletes like to have their groins pulled by unsuspecting Instagram models. You know, as Instagram models don't go after football players, they just go after NBA guys, it seems, and some baseball players, you know, soccer players, Instagram chicks. I have a feeling that they would not turn anybody down. (laughs) Just a thought. 
Excuse me, uh, Nick Foles, the first thing he said today. Excuse me while I whip this out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nick, baby. Big want... Dick Nick down there in Jacksonville, Florida. I want to say something, by yeah. the way. That's what this show is about, Robin. Uh, you get to say things. I, get, I know, I do. You it's get fun. to do things. I switched the your your tablet into to what? a different input, and I had to run a couple different things. But I believe one, it is a little bit louder. That's okay. I like it louder. And two, I believe that when somebody calls, they should now be able to hear oh, it. Ladies and More gentlemen, Miss Robin, once again, not only all dressed in red. I try, Tony. I try. Because right before the show, about 15 minutes before the show, we had a situation here in the Situation Room. And Wolf Blitzer was nowhere to be found. It was... Uh, it was Robin's at quarter to one. I'm upstairs finishing, doing the finishing touches well, on my prep. I didn't tell you until about 20 minutes or so after I discovered right, it. but this is like quarter to one. I don't know if we're going to be able to go on. I'm yeah. having problems. The board's not identifying anything. We had a situation. I don't know exactly what happened, but all of a sudden... I'm just tooling along, you know, getting ready, and all of a sudden, my board, my my computer, um, said that it didn't recognize my USB input, which is all of the soundboard. I it like just, having everything that I have recognized, Robin. Yeah, you better recognize. Well, it did. My computer just just and and everything was flashing, and I'm like, what the hell flashing is going on? Yeah, lights. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play this song, the first song of the day. All right. For Miss Robin, one of my favorite songs of all time. Well, Chris, thank you. Chris DeBerg. Not from Pittsburgh. Not from Schittsburg. Chris DeBerg. Lady in Red. Remember this? Never seen you looking so lovely as you did. That was from the movie Lady in Red, right? No, it wasn't a movie. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. There was a movie called Lady in Red, and I'm almost positive. Never seen so many men ask you if you wanted to dance. I could be wrong, but chances are I'm not. I don't think this mo- this song was from a movie. Oh, I'm thinking of the woman in red. Oh, Robin, you're already. I, I didn't want to do it to you. I'm playing this song as a tribute to your all red ensemble today. By the way, who you're wearing today? Is that the wall? Is that the Walmart or yes. Target? It is Walmart. <laughs> Not the great former quarterback of your Kansas City Chiefs, Steve DeBerg. Chris DeBerg, Robin. Here. See, I can't hit this octave. Let me see if I can do it. <clears throat> it's just you and me. It's where I want to be. But I hardly know. This feeling from inside. I'll never forget the way you look tonight. <laughs> and thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I I will definitely make sure that I'm not walking in front of any uh, bull, whether it's bison or of the uh, cow variety. Yes. What is what is the uh, family of cow in? The family of cow. Yeah, bulls and cows are in the bovine. Bovine, thank you. That's great bovine knowledge right there. Thank you. That's the bovine. So I will not wear. I know BBWs. (laughs) I know anything. I know Zaftig and bovine. We'll have a cow update on the show today, and it has nothing to do with Chick Fil A either. 
Plus, we got daytime baseball going on right now. Your St. Louis Cardinals in Pittsburgh up 2-0 over the Buccos. A no-hitter in the middle of the third, of course. You're not supposed to mention a no-hitter when they've only played two innings and the Pirates are coming to bat in the bottom of the third. And there's another baseball game going on right now. I love that song by Krista Burke. By the way, Burton Gus says that there was a movie that was called Lady in Red. Yeah, but it was this song was 1979 not 1979 action drama romantic film directed by Louis Teague and starring Pamela Sue Martin and Robert Conrad. Correct, but, but that there's movies, yeah. The Lady in Black, uh, the, the Lady in, uh, in the Mirror, The Lady on the Train... The Lady in Spain falls mainly on the plane. But this song was not from a movie. That's a, that was the initial point of the discussion here. Meanwhile, <laughs> there's all kinds of updates today, too. We will got, I will get all the sports and more training camp stuff and baseball and everything else you need to know. But I'm going to uh, express my love to a certain woman today on the show, Robin. You're going to have to... I'm going to have to suck it up. You have to suck it up, so to speak, today. <laughs> Later on in the show, I will propose to a woman that I have found on the internet that I believe could be the next former Mrs. Bruno. Before you do that, yes. I have a Lady in Red update. We have a Lady in Red yes, update we already? Do. Songfacts.com. Give him credit. DeBerg started writing the song about his wife, Diane, after an argument. Wow. But he was having a hard time finishing it. Part of the problem was that he needed a title. He didn't want to use The Way You Look Tonight because there was already a song with that name. Mm -hmm. And um, five months later, he saw Diane, his wife, wearing red across a crowded nightclub, and that gave him the title. See? And you know who did the original The Way You Look Tonight? You're lovely. I think it was a Sinatra song. Everybody did the way you look tonight. Of course, Here. Michael Bubble has done it. I always call him Bubble. It's Buble. We know that. The late, your love. That might be my, my favorite advertising, though, Bubble. with Michael, Michael Bubble. There's a bubble, uh, bubbly. Is it bubbly? There's some kind of soft drink. Well, there's all kinds of bubbly he drinks keeps, now. He's like, he's like in a 7-Eleven. Tony a Bennett did a version. Frank yeah. Sinatra did a version. Everybody's done the song. Let me play a little Frankie here. Remember this song? This is why Krista Berg called it The Lady in Red yes. instead of The Way You Look Tonight. Let's go back to Frank. Thursdays with Frank. Sing it, Frankie. Lovely. Someday <clears throat> when I'm awfully low when the world is cold, I will Oh, dude, I'm reading through this Krista Berg thing. Yeah. And he says, uh, his love life took a turn for the worse. After he wrote The Lady of Red? Yeah, in the, in, in the <laughs> mid-90s, when the Berg revealed that he had had an affair with his 19-year-old nanny. Oh, well, that shit happens. While yes, he was still married. So much for the song. Oh, even worse. Wait, it's, there's more? Yes. So he had an affair with his 19-year-old nanny. He employed while his wife was recovering from a horseback riding accident. Oh, dude. Oh. That's just bad. And the way you look tonight. Little air violin early in the show, Rob. Oh, is this the first air violin you've done? No, I've done many air violins. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I was doing the little mini violin. I just ruined the no-hitter in the uh, pirate game. The pirates have a man on first now, so the no-hitter has been broken up in the bottom of the third for all of you who like to keep track of no-nos. 
early in the day. <laughs> Francis Albert, yo, is right. Yo, yo, yo. That's a great version. Is there any, did, did Sinatra do a bad version of anything? Mm. See, Michael Bublé did it too. See, and Michael Bublé is good. I mean, he's the modern day young version of Sinatra. Because yes. a lot of people don't do the classics. And that's why Bublé is popular. I agree. Because he does all the really good. Give me a little taste of it. Give me a little Michael. A little bit more. Michael Bublé. Oh, I love him. And Michael came after, um, oh, his name just flashed in and out of my brain. Uh, the other guy that was before Michael Bublé that was there doing a lot of the guys remixes. Before, uh, no, no, no. He was really popular. And he became an actor, too. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He has his own talk show, too. Yes. Yes, I can't think of his name, though. Josh Groban is good, too. But Josh Groban... Yeah, but he does more, more wimpy. Yeah, he does more wimpy, wimpy no, stuff. He yes, he does. Bite your tongue. Do not be disparaging my Josh. No, Bublé is... Chicks dig Michael Bublé. He's ah. an amazingly talented guy, yes. too. With your smile so warm. He's big enough to Berg, as I mentioned. Pittsburgh has, has a man on the second. Oh, so you, yeah. You like that, see, Robin? The Berg, and that's what they call Pittsburgh, the Berg. By the not way, Chris DeBerg and I not Steve DeBerg. I want to thank AJ in San Antonio again. I mean, I, we need to be thanking him every day practically, but um, he, I've noticed, has been giving away quite a few subscriptions, which is an amazing yes. thing. He's gifting He's, subscriptions to, to listeners yes. now. Yes, and so um, that is another way that you can help if you are already subscribed and you so desire and there are people out there who have not subscribed yet and are unable, you can actually gift a subscription. And uh, you can designate it to people. That's a good job, what a nice, man. Yeah, what He's a nice like surprise. this guy on Twitter now. He's who's like, like Santa Claus. He is Santa in July. We have a Santa update today, too. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. You're thinking of Harry Connick Jr. That's yes. a good job out of Rebel Man. Yeah, Harry Connick Jr. has his own talk show. Yeah, he's And fantastic. he is smooth, too. Yes, he is. He was, it's all these white dudes who can do these well, smooth... He, I, to me, Harry Connick was the one that made this whole, uh, like, vintage singing. Yes, the lounge absolutely. Singing became popular again, thanks to him. And by the way, he plays a really good bad guy. Like, creep Oh, no, I love Harry Connick. He is fantastic. Buble. I've never seen Buble live, though. I would love to see him live. It Hint. is Christmas in July, though. Hint. We will have a, a Philadelphia-related Santa Claus story today. And it's not good. <clears throat> my, my ideal concert would be Michael Buble and Chris Bodie in concert together. How amazing well, would that be? Awesome. I mean, Bodie's that would performed be like, with everybody. I might as well just not wear any underwear to that, because that Me would just neither. be... <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> just, just right there, just... No, you know what AJ in San Antonio is? He's that guy on Twitter now who's a philanthropist, who's now like, he's got money, he's got a lot of money, and what he does is he helps people raise money for uh -huh. veterans and other people. And again, he gives away his money. He's a philanthropist. That's what AJ in Cincinnati, yeah, I mean, AJ in San Antonio is. He's our own personal philanthropist, and he's amazing. Can't think of the guy's name, but people have seen him and now. I've he's told, all over I've Twitter. already told AJ that... Um, I'm too old to have any more children. Otherwise, I would I would either give him my firstborn child or or name my child after him. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Although we could change Luigi's name, maybe he wants to be AJ. Exactly. By the way, the Pirates have now scored a run. Base hit. It's two to one. Two outs in the bottom of the third in Pittsburgh. 
There's another game going on right now, too, in the bigs, Robin, as we like to call it. In the bigs. A couple of day games, a couple of games later on tonight. Uh, we have uh, the Mets. Meet the Mets. Greet the Mets. <clears throat> you never know what day you're going to beat the Mets. And so far today, the Mets are up on the San Diego Padres. Up at Shitty Field in New York. The Mets. 4 nothing. They're in the bottom of the fourth inning up in New York. At, I like to call it Shitty Field. It's not actually not that bad. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. So a training camp. One of my favorite training camp traditions, Robin, is in Green Bay. You know, the Packers, to me, I, I love Green Bay. I love going to there. The people are awesome. Lambeau Field is one of the eight wonders of the world. And it's just a great environment there. And one of the things the Packers have been doing forever up there at their training camp, you uh-huh. know what people do on the first day? No, what do they, they do? They bring their bicycles and let the players ride their bicycles into training camp. That's oh, a that's tradition cool. there. Yeah, it's a great tradition. They let the players drive so no ride Rolls their Royces, no nothing. No, they're not pulling up in Benzos and armored cars up there. They do it right. They're they're like men of the people. Exactly. And so today the NFL Network was there, and one of the former Packers. We have videotape of this too, Robin. We do. The Packer players. Uh, we've seen it every year. I remember when Reggie White went there, and he's riding a bike. And it's not to just they get big bicycles. They're riding like kids' bikes. You know, big guys are trying to... <laughs> they're trying to yeah, it's, where it's, their knees are up around it's their... It's tremendous. Uh, their ears. It's tremendous. Oh. Mike Daniels was riding his own bike out of town, unfortunately. Actually, he's... Uh, apparently, he's getting a look-see today. So we'll give you an update on all training camp stuff. At the Eagles camp, but the Packers camp today, a former... Green Bay Packer was there. He works for the NFL Network now. James Jones, one of the many James Jones. He's an NFL analyst. He and the uh, Good Morning Football crew had a bike race today. Now, I don't know if you have the video. I sent that to you earlier. Yeah, the, the, the link was not working, so let me see if I can find it elsewhere. It was on NFL Network. It's good. It's funny stuff. Okay, first of all, I do see the one... This is them arriving, and this one bicycle has like a little sidecar action. Yeah, there's all kinds of bicycles hold on, hold there. On, no, gonna, not Pac-Man Jones. He wasn't there. And no, it's not the tour to Green Bay. So I'm just going to – I will let right, everybody we'll see the searching that I am doing. Searching. Searching. Not Mike Jones. No, no, no. I won't My I won't badge provider that. has stopped. Does that mean I have to call, see the police? I don't know. What is badge provider? I, I don't know. I don't need no stinking badges. On this show? Oh, yeah. What up? That is so awesome. Look at that little cute. I've never seen a sidecar bicycle like that. That is awesome. I want one. Oh, another ball has just left the yard. And all of a sudden, the Cardinals. Oh, no, that's uh, that was earlier. That was Paul Goldschmidt. Not John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Paul Goldschmidt comes right back. In the top of the fourth, and jacks one out of PNC Park. Cardinals now up 3-1 over your Pittsburgh Pirates. So what they do is they the, the, the players come on, and then all of the people that have bicycles are lined up, and then they choose each person. Like exactly. So it's not chosen ahead of time. No, people they pick out the bike. They walk out, and then they look around, and then they see. So... Here's a player, he was like, he, he came out, and then he was looking. He's like, which one do I want to ride? Which mm-hmm. one to ride? And then he goes, you. 
No, it's and a fun then, tradition. It's one, it's my th- of all the training camp things. This is awesome. Green Bay has the best one. And then the kid, here in Philadelphia, people are trying to look through a through book hedges. Stay out the bushes there in South Philly. So, so then the person whose bicycle it belongs to gets to walk with the player down the row. Yeah, no, it's an awesome that tradition. It's awesome. It's my favorite thing in sports. That and uh, picking up chicks on Instagram after the uh, practice. Except you got to do that online. The Instagram models don't really show up because they'd have to get all dolled up and pretend that they look like they do on their Instagram pictures and get their booties all plumped up. That is seriously fantastic. It's like they're like ballpark park, park franks. They plump when you cook them. You know what I'm saying? Giant players ride a garbage truck into camp. <laughs> hey, it's North Jersey. You know, the, the garbage industry is big up there. You know, the mob bosses, I think, still t- pick up the trash in New Jersey, don't they? Anyway, <laughs> we've Sorry. got... I'm just one. having fun watching these guys choose. See, Robin, see what you learn on this show every day? And you didn't know this. Oh, and then now, here's one guy. He's like, screw this. I'm not riding it. You can ride me. And so then he's the one that's riding on the side. Was that, that was Aaron Rodgers saying that to another unsuspecting <laughs> hot chick. No, he's still with Mar- Danica Patrick, right? It was yeah. Martinez. He's still with Danica Patrick, riding that. This and is... by the way, he's probably oh, won he... many more races riding Danica Patrick than, than she did driving for NASCAR. Aw, here. Oh. This, is, this is a little girl <laughs> with a little pink... Are you starting the video? Because yes. I can't see it, Robin. Little pink bicycle, and I, I, I can't... Oh, it's frozen for a second. And um, he, he can't even put his feet on the pedals. He's way too big for it. It's, it's one of their defensive backs. No, it's, it's an awesome tradition. It is. It's like watching the Mummers Parade, except not everybody's drunk. It's like watching the Tournament of Roses parade, except people are only drinking four roses. It's like watching the Macy's parade. More, pe- more teams should do stuff like this. But that you can't, is no, awesome. Because you can't fake that. You can't fake steak, and you can't fake something that is organic and happened decades ago. Do you ago. know how, what's the story I don't remember it? the story. I think that's because, you know, it's, it's middle America, Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know, it's rural. The people, I think the fans are so dedicated to the Green Bay Packers over the years. There has to be a story So they would ride their though. bikes to training camp for the opening Who can we of call? It. Who can we call? I want to find out the story so about who this. who do I know in Green Bay? Well, you know, who we, you know who we know who's a big Green Bay guy. Yes. Kevin Harland. We need to call Kevin him. Harland has great Green Bay roots. He also has Kansas City Chiefs root, NBA guy. Not for loco. No, people are not handing the players for loco. That's after practice. But anyway, that's the latest, and it's a great fun thing to watch every year. Okay, I'm going to text Kevin, see if he... Now, Steve Zabin's in Milwaukee, you know, doing radio now. But I don't know if he has the history of the Green Bay Packer bicycle thing. Well, if thing. Kevin doesn't get back to me, I'll try to get Zabe on the line, yeah. He's on the air right now, though, or he may be off. I don't know. We'll find out. But I remember, you know, the Green Bay Packers have been doing this forever. I remember back in the 80s when they were doing this. So it goes back, way, way back, and I believe based on just logical thinking that the Packer fans, when they would go to training camp, even back in the Lombardi days, would ride their bicycles from their homes in the area. Remember, Green Bay is not a thriving metropolis. Appleton is actually a bigger city than Green Bay, the adjoining town. That's where the hotels are and everybody stays when they go to play the Packers. So Green Bay, is, it's rural, it's good people. It's the middle of America, the one that people constantly disregard. They're Americans, too, and they're fine Americans. The 
Bob from Valley Forge. I heard the Detroit Lions staff will be riding in on stretchers. Oh! And yes, you can do the Cincinnati Bengals players will be riding in in police cars. Okay, I just texted Kevin. All right, so we'll see. But I'm I'm saying it goes back, way back, 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 when the players would, when the fans would ride their bicycles to go see their players showing up, and then a player probably grabbed the bicycle and rode in, and the rest is history. It's it was organic. It wasn't planned. And I, to me, what it looks like is there are people that now are making bicycles specifically in the hopes that they are going to get chosen to have. No, but they're riding little kitty bikes. Some of them are little kitty bikes, but there are a lot of them that have these sidecars made. Wait a minute, we have a Colton Wong bomb. Colton Wong has just left the yard. Hey, Wong, don't tell him you're Jewish. St. Louis 4-1 to now as the Pirates are getting pummeled in Pittsburgh. Say that fast five times. 4-1, to top of the fourth inning, and it's long ball day at PNC. That one went all the way to Kennywood, I believe, and halfway up the incline. And then into the Monongahela River. Actually, no, like five rows deep. Hey, wait! No, it's Colton Wong said sayonara, baseball. And all of the other lame Asian jokes you want to use on the show. Okay, I'm back. All right. Good steets are still available at Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful day for baseball. The weather's nice, finally. Yeah, it's not too hot. It is 108 in Paris, though, so they must be getting yes. the, the climate. The uh, climate change must have moved over to Europe right now. I, you know, it says they're record breaking <laughs> everything. I remember there was one summer that uh, it got up into the 40s, which is uh, Celsius, and it's way, it, that was hot. I King was of Prussia Joe has an update. Los Angeles Chargers and Los Angeles Rams players ride the Kardashian family into the training camps. Yes. <laughs> It's not, it's not family-friendly. <laughs> See, that's the kind... No, it's very family-friendly. There's no f- more fam- no friendly family than the Kardashians <laughs> when it comes to athletes. Come on, Robin. Even you know that. Now, I know Zabe does the morning show in Milwaukee, and then he does the afternoon in sh- in show in D.C. So I know all that stuff. But thank you. It is raining men around the NFL today. So back to the uh, training camps. Yes. So the Eagles, <clears throat> they showed up. And Brandon Brooks, one of the good stories, Brandon Brooks, their offensive lineman, Pro Bowl guy, got hurt, remember, at the end of the year. And he had major surgery. He's back out on the field already practicing with the offensive line. That's a great, great observation right there. I mean, that's good to see. that this guy, you talk about a guy who worked hard to try to get back as soon mm-hmm. as he could. And one thing about offensive linemen, you don't put them back on the field and allow them to practice if, uh, if they're not getting stuff done, if they're not healthy. You're not just going to say, hey, go out. I'll give you another example because Jalen Mills, he's still not cleared to practice. He's only like 70% coming back from his injury. And so the, uh, the situation with the Eagles, players, you know, medical staff, some of them suck. Remember, the Sixers got rid of their medical staff. They were having problems. Well, I mean, look at Kevin Durant. The, he's saying that yeah, he was, he, he was gonna put back. Yeah, he's going to sue the, the Golden State Warriors. And so the Eagles' uh, medical staff, it's not that I don't trust. Of course you trust it. The players know. By the way, when you're rehabbing from a major knee operation mm-hmm. or Achilles injury, yeah, Achilles. the doctors are the ones who say, go out there. You're, you're ready to go. You're right. physically cleared to play. And Brandon Brooks 
is not going to go out there and put himself at risk after going through the rehab he did to get back onto the field. KOP Joe says the Sixers medical staff were zoologists. Exactly. Actually, no, zoologists did a better job of figuring out what was wrong with animals that they can't even talk to than the Sixers were talking to the actual human beings who could talk. Dr. Doolittle would do a better job than the Sixers medical staff did in the last couple of years. Yeah. (laughs) That would be like me being the Sixers doctor. Like, yeah, I I know shit. (laughs) The good thing is that the Sixers didn't like their doctors, so they didn't keep their doctors. Yes. That was the good part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not knocking doctors. No, we great doctors. doctors. Great doctors are fantastic. It's just <laughs> when when doctors uh, value the, the the game more than the player. Then uh, that's Doctor Demento would do a better job than some of the Sixers and Flyers and the Eagles training guys. Listen, these guys are these guys are all mad. They're not quacks. They're not going onto uh, onto some onto Craigslist looking for medical professionals to help as trainers. These are professional people, and I don't know what's going on there. So Dr. Seuss would do a better job. One stitch, two stitch, red stitch, blue stitch. I think that's what happens. That's, yeah, that's good. That's good. See the kinds of things we break down on the show? Other than mentally, physically, psychologically, every well, single day. We arrive broken down <laughs> ourselves, though. I'm more broken down than Robert Mueller was yesterday. No, I'm actually a little more alert right now. And hopefully I'll get better in the second half of the show. But anyway, enough about that. So we'll keep an eye on training camp. Baseball, we're keeping an eye. What's up with the Pirates, man? I was saying yesterday about how crazy that division is. The National League Central. The Pirates get hot, and then all of a sudden they, they stink and they fall in the last place. St. Louis was hot, they fall back, and now all of a sudden they're hot again. And then the Cubs, they're up and down, Milwaukee's up and down. It's, it's a crazy division, but it's fun to watch because the Cubs and Milwaukee are clearly the two best teams. Well, you certainly can't call it ahead of the season. Like, you can't look at... No, you can. You, everybody thought Milwaukee was good. They got the MVP in the league. You knew the Cubs were good. They won a World Series a couple of years ago. Obviously, everybody needs more pieces, and that's why the trade deadline next Wednesday, you're going to see a lot of teams looking for relief pitchers, starting pitchers, an extra outfielder. So the cards are playing well right now. And you look at their lineup, and Goldschmidt, they picked them up. But it's amazing because the Cardinals earlier in the year looked bad, then they looked good, and now they're playing well again. So that's why it's a long season, and that's why using all these baseball cliches, it's a 162-game season. here. This is... This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You got to take it one game at a time. Do you like the fact that the season is this long and that it can go all over the place? Or would you rather it be shorter and have it be more definitive? Uh, It's not the length of the season that bothers me, Robin. It's the girth. Baseball's been this way forever. They I, haven't. I know it has, but and I'm that, asking and you. The, no, do do I want it? Would I rather see a shorter season? Absolutely. But it's the it's what's been happening every summer. Of course, all these teams, all these sports have too many games. Except football, people want more football. But football has it perfectly played. August is a little, it's too hot to play. Right. They play the preseason. Once September comes, it's probably too hot in some cities. 
But then once the fall comes, fall is for football, Robin. Yes. Fall. It's all about fall. Don't drop. No, don't fall. As long as you fall, make sure you can get up again. Well, see, this is the way I think about baseball. Supply and demand. We've already talked about how the game of baseball, if it were to be introduced today... Yes, that was Keith, that's yeah, Keith Olbermann's right. original comments to me when we were talking about baseball so, one day. So I think, personally, if they shortened the season so that there weren't as many games... People, it would be supply and demand. More people would want to go see the games that are being played. Yeah, but you know why they have 162 games? Because the players are getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars. And so the owners are saying, hey, if we got to sign these guys to long-term, and oh, by the way, in baseball, guaranteed contracts, they can't just dump a guy and not pay him. So that's what they do. And then you got markets where they don't have, like Tampa and other small markets, Oakland, where they don't draw fans. And so... They're at, a, they're at a competitive disadvantage yeah. as far as revenue streams are concerned. But I don't know if, if shortening games, if shortening the season for Tampa or for any of the bad teams, and Tampa's not a bad team. They just can't compete with the Yankees of the world. Yet there they are at the top with Boston battling with those teams. To me, all, all sports teams' seasons are too long. Hockey's too long. NBA's too long. Baseball obviously is too long. The biggest problem with baseball is it starts when it's cold, mm-hmm. and then it ends when it's cold. Yeah, now, Swedish Chef 2019 says, if baseball played two doubleheaders a month, they'd get the season over in the middle of October like you should. I agree, but they don't want to do that. I know. Now a- that the World Series is going into November, it's an outrage. To me, there's a lot of, a lot of what baseball does is they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. No, they're not. People will watch the World Series. No, they will. But I agree. There's too many. Like, the Yankees are going to play in the Red Sox again this weekend. They play each other like a hundred yeah. times. It's just, it's silly. And then everybody thinks, oh, my God, it's the Yankees. And ESPN puts it on everywhere. Oh, Yankees and Red Sox are on again. Like, the rest of the country gives a crap. Yeah. They don't. They don't even give a crap about the Red Sox in Boston right now. It's, they're oversaturating the market. If you want to look at it from a business standpoint, and people lose interest when stuff is oversaturated, there's not as much of a. You got to keep it saturated and satiated, and of course, lubricated. The Twins have made more changes in their bullpen, which really stinks. They said to uh, Blake Parker, "You're out of here, DFA baby, not the shoe store." DFA, designated for assignment. The Yankees, of course, also sent that uh, the Yankees, who also have a shithole bullpen, they sent uh, Cohill Stewart to AAA Rochester, and then they brought up Devin Smeltzer and right-hander Carlos Torres from the International League. So this guy Parker, Blake Parker, signed a one-year deal as a free agent uh, for, for the Twins in January. And he only recorded one out in his last appearance Tuesday, giving up three hits, four runs, and one walk as the Minnesota Twins were just absolutely pillaged by the New York Yankees. Both of those pitching staffs in that series sucked. It was like who was going to sur- survival of the fittest. The only thing they needed in, that, in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. then Minnesota, was a keg at second base. That's the <laughs> only thing that was missing. Have out those hideous softball uniforms and then bring a keg out. Yeah, you really don't like those uniforms at all. Well, I don't like, I don't, Major League Base, I love the old Pirates, We Are Family 79, pill hats, you like pill the box, hat. and I like the uniforms, but I don't like, like, the 
all all orange. Like when the Pittsburgh Pirates were wearing all yellow. Yeah. It looked it looked like softball because they had the they had the, the slacks on that just have the the uh, the snap buttons on right, the front, right, right. not the belts. Yeah. So they look like either pajamas or softball uniforms. I think they look like pajamas. They look like softball uniforms. I don't even like it when um, when football uniforms are all that one color all the way down all the way down to their shoes. They look like footsie pajamas. And that somebody, a Super Flyer fan, says, uh, "What do you think about the Phillies bringing back the burgundy zip ups?" Now, when I when I went to Dream Week in the eighties uh-huh. with the Phillies, I have the pinstripe Phillies P. Just a big P, and right. they're, they're more like burgundy. They're burgundy stripes. They're right. not red. Right. They finally went to red after they got rid of it, but it's a zip-up. Those things are horrible. And you saw, whenever the, all the teams that came out with their new uniforms. They look good on me, though. Yeah, but uh-huh. all the teams that came back, when they finally got rid of the zip-ups yeah. and the really heavy, yeah. they were uncomfortable. They were and it's scratchy. The, it's the old metal zipper, yeah, which it's is ridiculous. really, really uncomfortable. But I still have that jersey. I still have that uniform. My Phillies uniform with the number 25 on the back. Tony, I believe I'm going to have to t- do one of those uh, nasal... Sinus washes? Sinus Are washes. you going to do it on the air? Uh, no. People like watching women do nasty stuff. <laughs> and that's them. <laughs> well, because I am the producer, the videographer, the uh, board op. The, the, I can also be the talent. Wow. At the same time. Meanwhile, we have more developments in baseball today. The Chicago Cubs sent down their struggling second baseman, Addison Russell, to the minors. And uh, they also saw Chris Bryant, their all-star third baseman, leave the game against the Giants with a knee injury. So the, uh, the, the Cubs are a disaster area right now. And Addison, remember, Addison Russell, he's the guy that had to sit out because of the domestic violence things, and then they brought him back after he sat out his, his, uh, his issue. And, um, I mean, he, play, he was playing horrible. Missed a couple of pop-ups over the weekend and then got thrown out at home plate on a ground ball. He didn't advance to third on a potential wild pitch. So his head is obviously messed up, Addison Russell. Good player, but obviously a guy who needs his, uh, he needs his head put back on straight. No better place to get your head put back on spray, straight than going to the minor leagues where at least, you know, you can get some, some local action, move around on buses and, Pick up some local like chicks at the bus stop when you're filling up with some diesel. T. Jaxie says he's a wife beater, right? He was the guy, yeah. And he, yeah. Was, he sat out. He did his suspension. Anyway, and Bob from Valley Forge makes a great point here, Robin. Victoria's Secret needs to bring back the front clasp bra. They, they have a couple. I mean, you talk I, about I making one, it please. really a, a bad disadvantage for men. I have First one. of all, the reach around <clears throat> in the day of the Me Too movement is much more difficult. So now, if you're like reaching around, like that guy in the park with the woman yesterday on the park bench where they were doing a little uh, dry humping. Yes. Playing, was, dancing to the music. I would say it was a beautiful thing, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> you get some slump busters down there. and, and Maybe uh, former Cub great Mark Grace could go on an extended road trip for slump busters for Addison Russell in the minor leagues in the Cub system. And I, and I love the front class bra. Don't get me wrong. Much easier than depends, reaching around. It depends on what kind it is. What do you mean it depends on what kind it is? Well, the old-fashioned front class bra was really easy to undo, but it also would come undone by itself sometimes. You'd bend over, t- twist wrong, and poop. 
There would have so now they have a different type of a mechanism so that it stays put. Or you can go the Roger Ailes method, according to to T. Jackson, New York. Roger Ailes used a Swiss Army knife, much easier. Just whip that baby out, and you say, "Hey, hey, baby, come over here. You're one of my hot news chicks." What say you come over and sit down on I did Uncle Roger's lap? There's a movie out. It's on uh, Netflix or something. Oh, really? There's a Roger Ailes story. Oh, you know sure who plays Roger Ailes? Ball. What? <clears throat> you know who plays Roger Ailes? I didn't see the movie. I saw the previews. Who plays him? Russell Crowe. Oh. Plays the head of Fox News, Roger Ailes. Oh, I'm sure that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Burton Gus says, front class bras coming undone is bad. Why again? I'm not following this. <laughs> You know, when you want your, your ladies to stay in place. It's on it's a, Showtime, the movie, right now. It's a, it's a bad thing to have them just, like, come undone. I had one. They, they, they even, Victoria's Secret, I believe it was Victoria's Secret, uh, had a bathing suit because they make fantastic bathing suits. Uh, I had a bikini that was a Victoria's Secret and that had the old-fashioned front clasp. And that sucker just kept, bloop. And by the way, we like to thank the Los Angeles Dodger fans today who are visibly, visibly shaken after getting swept away by the Los Angeles-Anaheim-Disneyland-adjacent angels. How about that? Sweep City, baby. A's three. The Dodgers, two. And, you know, they always have problems with the angels, the Dodgers. The the angels could be bad or good, and they always have have, uh, an amazing ability to beat the Dodgers. So that happened last night. Sweep City. We're getting ready for big weekend. Guess who's playing this weekend, Robin? Who's playing? I'll give you one guess, and you'll probably nail it. The Yankees and the Red Sox are playing oh, this weekend. Oh, what a surprise. Exactly. Trevor from the 203 says, By the way, the weekend spin instructor is in on giving me ratios for the Saturday morning soul cycle class. That's a good job that out is of a you, good. Trevor. See, you work hard, and this is what happens. And you get it, rewarded. It is reward. It's a risk-reward situation. I said Russell Crowe, didn't I? I was playing, yes. Uh, yes. Russell Crowe plays Roger Ailes. And I want to thank all the people who have been tweet- tweeting me um, saying, oh, Ms. Robin, you should have your hair down more often. It's really great. I thank you. I appreciate it. But the reason why I usually put it up is it's a pain in the ass to have down, and usually it's too hot. This is like wearing a blanket draped over your back. Men don't get it. I get it. I always let my hair down. Because my hair is very long. <laughs> Nor- see, see, see. It's, it's... Let me play this little tune for you right now, Ron. See, I, it's almost like Godiva. I'm not, like, almost like a Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva? How yeah. about Rapunzel, Rapunzel? No, not quite that long. Remember this song, Robert? I don't. This is the reggae version. I like it. It's never too early for <laughs> to play a little good reggae. And then there's this version, which Dina probably wants. not sound like the same song at all. What the hell are you playing? This is the song I wanted. <laughs> I hit the song and it always plays the wrong... But where are you playing it? Like, where are you hitting the play button? 
right in front of where it says the name of the song. And it's supposed to be the song. Tony, sometimes it's the album. Like, you have to make sure that it's the actual song and not the album. I understand that, Robin. I'm not, I'm not, I may be dumb, but I'm not stupid. It's a little Steve Miller, but that's not the song I wanted. Although Snatch It Back and Hold It is a good way, a good visual as well. Is that what the uh, song is called? Yeah, this is called Snatch It Back and Hold It. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All these people are like, no, I'm bald like Tony. So T. Jaxie's bald like Tony. Um, Everybody wants to be like me, Robin. They want to hate me, but they want to be like Re- me. Rebel Man 9311, also bald, low maintenance, yo. Exactly right. And the good thing about... You know, letting it go and getting shaved and yes. shaving your head is that you don't have to shave it every day. Like, I haven't shaved in a week. So now I look like a scraggly. Yes, but but that's the look now. <clears throat> there are guys who wear $1,000 suits and go into work like this. Yes. I go into the basement, the cellar. By the way, the Cardinals have just tacked on two more. And the beatdown goes on in Pittsburgh this afternoon. Fans are already heading over to Kennywood. So as to not waste the rest of the afternoon sitting in PNC Park, they're on their way to the incline. <clears throat> and all and Pramani Blower. Uh, who's Flower? We need to. Oh, it's Flower. It's Dexter Fowler. It looks like Flower up, up there. Dexter. No, because you got the camera in front of me. I know. That's I'm, 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 I feel like I'm sitting at the old Spectrum and the old uh, arenas. We're having expr- obstructed view. I need to raise it up I got the TV there. Robin's got the camera in front of me, the computer in front of me. So I got to do like a look around to, the, to see the damn TV That's monitor. what I'm saying. I need to raise it up for you because there's too much stuff going on and you have to do this weird little... little. So Dexter Fowler is jacked one. It's six to one Pirates. I mean Cardinals over the Pirates in the top of the fifth in Pittsburgh. Wow. Or they're going to head over to watch the Steelers practice. Speaking of the Steelers, you see what they did today? What did they do? They gave their head coach a new contract. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And guess what the contract runs? What's interesting to note here, as we like to say. The contract runs co... co, co, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Concurrently. Robin, what am I hearing you're playing back then? I don't know why it's playing. Hold on. Jesus. Mike Tomlin's contract lines up with Ben Roethlisberger, his quarterback. So they gave him an extension today in Pittsburgh and one of the other training camp. uh, uh, Does it include a mustache beer spittle clause? No, it doesn't. But what's interesting to note here on Eagles, uh, not Eagles, uh, Pittsburgh, Steeler training camp day action, yo. You realize that the the Steelers typically uh, extended Tomlin's contract every other year around training camp. 2017, two-year extension with the coach then, and now today, another extension for Mike Tomlin. One of the longest tenured coaches. Steelers, yo. Steelers. A lot of people are down on... uh, on Mike Tomlin. I'm not. He's a good coach. He trips players every once in a while when they come down the sideline. I think he's active. So now he's, a, he's under contract through 2021. So it's another two-year deal and uh, an additional year plus an option year. So that Ben Roethlisberger deal, his deal also runs through 2021. 
So that's what they did. They want to make sure these two guys stay together, and then the uh, Steelers can go and fall back into the black hole. Not the one in Oakland, the one in Pittsburgh. Not Ricky Fowler, Dexter Fowler. Thank you. The Tomlin extension is great news in Foxborough today. Oh, geez. That CBS theme has got a little buzz in it. And I like a good beer buzz early in the afternoon, Robin. Guess who did not return to camp today? A couple of guys, no shows around the National Football League, Robin. Would you like to know who they are? Yes, please. I knew you would. I knew you would. Who is absent? Shall we take roll call? Well, Mike Patricia's right knee is absent, but he's okay. Yes. He's moving around. Well, he even with his right knee <laughs> absent, he showed up. Yeah, he showed up on a wheelie. Should have gone to Green Bay and had some one of the kids ride his ride them, put him on the back <laughs> of their back. up on the put him up on the handlebars. See, that's one thing I was never able to do. I was never able to have somebody ride on the on the handlebars. Oh, uh, that's because you haven't spent enough time on a bicycle, Tony. No, I love riding a bike. Yeah, but you have I to... I was always worried, and it wasn't upper body strength, because I used to lift. Oh, no, no, no. It has to do with learning how to balance with other people setting you off balance. I could pretty much do anything on a bicycle. Even when they used to ride on the uh, on the bicycle. Now, I could do that. I could have somebody ride on the mail bike, obviously, with right. the bar, and somebody sits sideways on yes. it. Yes. But I see these people riding with people up on the handlebars. Yeah. Crazy, man. Uh, Trent Williams did not show up for the uh, Washington Redskins training camp. Wasn't surprising. He didn't show up for mandatory mini camps. And now what is his excuse? Uh, well, he had a growth removed. I mean, he's had some some medical issues. But uh, John, uh, Jay Gruden, the coach down there in Washington, John's brother, he's not worried about it. It's not going to be really a uh, protracted holdout. Uh, who else held out today? Melvin Gordon, of course, out there on the West Coast is holding out. Jason Witten, fortunately, is holding out from the ESPN booth, and everybody's happy about that. <laughs> Wonderful wear his rug under his helmet for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Did you see Jason Witten on Monday Night Football? It wasn't a horrific rug, but it wasn't a good rug. And neither was he good in the booth. So you have the combination of a bad rug and bad commentary. You know what happens to you. You get shamed right out of the NFL. And you go back out there with the Dallas Cowboys. Shame. 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 Yes. Everybody's at the Eagles camp. Malcolm Jenkins. All these people that go crazy when a guy doesn't go to voluntary camps. Veterans don't go to voluntary camps. They only go when it's mandatory. Right. You basically earn the right to say... Hey, you know what? I got things to do. Voluntary means voluntary. Now, if you're a rookie and you haven't proven anything and you don't show up at voluntary camp, then people say, who's this little jerk off? And for those of you who do not understand what we are talking about, about the Jason Witten toupee. Do we have a video? This is a side-by-side comparison. Oh, we have a picture of him with hair and without hair? Without hair, hair yes. That's a great job out of you, Robin. Tony, can you yes. see it over here? Let me see. No, it doesn't show up on there. I have a blank screen. What is wrong with that sucker? It Son. shows up at first and Bitch. then it disappears. It's very frustrating. I know. I'm Jason Witten, we know what he looks like. He looks like he's going to go back out, run down the field eight yards, turn around, 
and catch a wide-open pass from Dak Prescott and get the first down. That's what the guy did. That's what the guy will do again. No one has scaled the fence. By the way, the mayor has greased the poles in front of the Eagles' NovaCare complex at Broad Street. Actually, no, the grease is still there from the Super Bowl parade a couple of years ago. Couldn't he have just gotten plugs, like really good plugs? Listen, Why does what that do have I to look be a like? Toupee? Do I look like the 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 hair? Uh, what's the guy's name? The guy who does the hair club for men? Yeah, I'm not just the president. I'm a client. Do I look like uh, Doctor Pl- Doctor Glatt? Do I look like a guy who does hair transplantations? Although it is really, really thick and lush all of a sudden, so yeah, probably toupee. So you saw it. So I, I can't see the picture. Is it obvious that he has a wig? Honestly, and again, I don't care. People can do whatever they want. I, you know, I was one of those guys. I didn't want to do the comb over because it looked like it looked stupid. Okay. So then I finally had my head. I shaved my head in so 2004. I'm pulling it up again, and this. Whoops. This is. It is pretty darn thick all of a sudden, but it looks good. I mean, as so we far have the new. Pays, we have the new look. This is the new look. This is what he looks like now, and this is was what this the, a headshot or was this a training camp? Uh, this was when he was in the booth. Well, of course he had a wig. Yeah, I'm not Cy Sperling. That's good Cy Sperling knowledge, right? Not Dr. Lowell Meyerson, not Dr. Paul Glatt. I look more like Captain Picard. Yeah, except I'm not as old as Captain Picard. But I like the smooth, which is a good thing, I guess. <laughs> I don't get that. I agree with the John uh, 19, R 1984. I don't get why guys are worried about their hair. Listen, if you want to put your, you want to get hair plugs, some of them look good, especially mm-hmm. the modern day stuff, the yeah. micro stuff. Yeah. You can't tell, but I'm saying the early, the early, like the Joe Biden era of oh. hair plugs. And then you have the You stars. know, you look like a Barbie doll. Well, you look, you look like you had some kind of torture device attached to your head with screws, you know, like the, the you look kind of like a Frankenstein. Because they have, they, they were, they, they, no, pull- they, they called it the Barbie doll look. Because oh, what yeah. they did back in the day, or, when they put the plugs in, they put them like in this perfectly yeah. straight line. Or even better, you know, the, remember those Play Doh dolls that had holes in it and you would stick the yeah. play and you would push the Play Doh yeah. up and then it would sprout out? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Chia <laughs> pets have a better hairline than a lot of the guys who got plugs <laughs> back in the 70s and 80s. But yeah, no, the, uh, the, the new, the new uh, system, whatever they use, looks pretty darn natural. Exactly. So there's your hair update. You're talking about everything. That's our health and beauty segment today. Because we have an every day we have a uh, exactly. Excuse me. One moment. While you whip this out. I got some NFL film music, too. I got to play. People are requesting uh, some good songs. I got to find them in here, Robin. I got all the NFL themes. I even have CBS College Football, which I like, too. And those student athletes will be out there matriculating pretty soon. For those of you who follow the student athletes matriculating... Well, I like those, this one, because it's got the longest bed. Yes. Yeah, Dr. Lowell Myerson's a fanny doctor. Come on.
My favorite uh, bad rug story was in the news last week. Guy tried to smuggle cocaine under his tube. Boy, that was completely undetectable. <laughs> Even Robin saw that one coming from a mile away. Remember the guy last week with a really bad rug and he had his oh cocaine stash up on top that of him? Was the worst I've ever... Like, how in the world does anybody think that they can get away with that? Well, you know, with all due respect to some of my friends who work for the TSA, some of them aren't exactly rocket scientists, Robin. But that one... That guy should have just probably stuffed that thing in a, in a cavity. Yeah, we, did, we didn't had do a that full story, did certain. we? No, yeah. but that we we do because we have so many things. Yeah, but here, just just very quick, I won't. For people do the who story, haven't seen the picture, for re- somebody who hasn't seen the photograph, this is the photograph of him. It looks like he's. It looks on the right hand side. It looks like a woman with a bun on the top of her head. But um, then you can see on the left hand side, you can see that it is a man, and he. That's has, a man, baby. So, the drugs. <laughs> so on the right hand side, that's actually the bag of. Uh, it was Coke, wasn't cocaine it? Yes. That was on top of his head. And then on the left-hand side is him wearing the toupee over the bag. It was in Barcelona, Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's going to see this. Oh, this looks so no, natural. No. <laughs> Nobody's going to catch me. Well, the Big Earn from Kingpin had the great uh, hair thing. You saw those, right? And they're, they're the guy with the, he had a really bad comb over that was oh. like lacquered down. Yeah, but that oh. was that was for entertainment purposes. That was a movie, Robin. There's some really bad tubes out there. I just don't understand it. I don't other. I don't understand it. And then, then there's a lot of guys around here in South Philly, older gentlemen mm-hmm. that dye their hair almost pitch that black, blue black. Well, women do it too. Well, yeah. But it. But as long as you have the, as long as you mix an extra batch so for a bad. snatch to match, Robin, which is what I always used to say. <laughs> you know about the carpets matching the drape. Mm-hmm. I always used to say, back before everything was clean and smooth down there. Make sure you mix an extra batch for a snatch to match. And that holds true to this day, Robin. Yes, it does. Because I've seen I, a lot of women. Or just, just get rid I've of I've seen a lot of women who. Just get rid of the carpet. Who dye their hair, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're saying, what happened down there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just get, just get rid of oh, the carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So there's I, your hair piece update today. Yes. I'm going to take some Excedrin. I have a headache. Really, Robin? I do. I don't usually hear that till like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of great stories today, though, Robin. So many of them. I don't know how we're going to be able to do it. But I got to tell you, you know, something big happened on this day, Robin. Something really, really important happened. It really changed my life. And it doesn't even have to do with me. That's the amazing thing because I don't. Try, it's not everything's about me. But while you're at it, what would I, you I, like to know about me? I try to tell you that all the time. <laughs> I don't make everything about me. Yes, but today is a very important S-Falcon day. S Falcon Thirty Nine, you missed the beginning of the show. If you had listened, if you had logged on right at the beginning of the show, you would have found out what happened to the Packers coach. Just saying. Now, not the Packers coach, the Lions coach. Lions coach. Matt sorry. Patricia, the head coach yeah. of the Detroit Lions, today shows up at his first press conference, second year as the coach. And he has one of those scooters, and it's not a motorized scooter. It's basically something to hold up one knee, right? It's and like you a, can roll on. It's, it's like, like a, a roller. It's like a wheelchair 
roller. It's like a walker for your knee. Kind of. With yeah, wheels. because he had surgery on one of his legs, and he said they got some shit out of there. So he's okay. He wasn't injured. He just had some matter, as he referred to it, as a shit stuff removed from his knee. And so now he has a golf cart on the field for the Lions during practice. But when he walked into his press conference today, he had one knee on this rolling cart, right. and he pushed himself in. And, uh, you know, sort of like a scooter, sort of like the old-fashioned scooters where one leg you would use to push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other leg would be up on top. Like the razors. Exactly. But today is a very important day, Robin, because on this date. But, but S. Falcon 39 says, I knew that, but the Packers coach has a walking boot as well. Oh, I didn't see that. We'll have to look at the uh, around the league. What the hell's happening to the coaches? The players are okay, except a couple of them injured today. And I mentioned the two names, Calvin Ridley. A lot of people love him in fantasy, grabbing his hamstring early today in practice. And Leonard Fournette, yes, also with a hamstring situation. Matt LaFleur is opening up the first training camp as a Packers head coach, and he has a walking boot on. Wow, what the hell's happening to these coaches? I didn't see Matt LaFleur today. I saw the Packer. Maybe he should have ridden a bike in with the other Packer players coming into the camp um. today in Green Bay. Let's see. What does it say? Reading it for the first time. You you keep talking. I'll, All right, I'll, I'll look at that. But you have some updates, too, including a July 25th, 1974. Where were you, Robin? July 25th, 1974. I was four and a half. I was married a year. That's 45 years ago today. A lot of things happened on July 25th, 1974. Okay, really quick. LeFleur yes. is in a walking boot for at least the next couple of weeks as he recovers from a ruptured Achilles tendon wow. that he suffered in May. He ruptured his Achilles in yeah. May? Dude. What's up with the coaches, man? But today, 45 years ago, Robin, my karaoke career was basically launched when this iconic... One of the greatest performers of all time. Put this baby on the charts. I've heard oh. Yes, baby, that's right. Yes, baby. Not Guy LaFleur, that's right. Sing it to me, baby. Sing it to me, Tony. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So many times. So many times we loved and we shared love and made love. Sometimes it's it doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough, baby. It's just not enough. By the way, it's just not enough. Tony, I have a theory. This is what happens when you hire young coaches. Wait a minute, Robin, I gotta do. My darling, I do it. I can't get enough of your love, Now, this is featured on YouTube. Yes, it is. This is the song that launched my karaoke career at the legendary Dimples in, uh, what's the town it was right where we used to work? In L.A., the neighborhood where Jay Leno did his show, NBC Burbank. Dimples in Burbank, no longer gone. They tore it down. They paved paradise and put up a parking lot. What can I say? What am I gonna do? How should I feel when everything is you? What kind of love do we have me singing this in karaoke, Robin? I sucked at it. No, it wasn't Thousand Oaks. It was Burbank. Girl, all I know is every time you're here, I feel the It's spit banging music, exactly. Come on, Barsay, bud. Bad darling, I. 
Can't get enough of your love, baby. Forget about baby boomers born during the war. A lot of baby boomers, a lot of babies were born during the Barry White era. Guarantee you that. You go back and look at how many kids were born in that era from 1973 to about 78 when Barry was cranking out hit after hit. This is baby making music. Damn right. I just realized how many weird facial expressions I make. You? Yes. <laughs> I don't like looking at myself. I never I never watch myself, Robin. Even when I was on TV, I would never watch the playbacks. I don't even know what I look like now on this show. So the, 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 it's <laughs> behind. We're playing the show on the big screen behind yep. uh, as a backdrop for Tony, and it's on a delay. So uh, when I'm looking up stuff, um, I make some very strange expressions, just of an observation. So I have a theory, Tony Bruno. By the way, we know we knew the owner of Dimples. Yeah, and it's now closed. And we know that the guy from Bar Rescue went there, and we yeah. talked to him. It was actually, yeah. it was Duffy who went there first. Yeah, Brian Duffy. Our good buddy, Brian Duffy, he chef, was the original chef. Chef Brian he Duffy. He was the original host of Bar Ref, uh, Rescue, and he went to Dimples, because we went there, and it was an old school place, wooding, paddling, oh. but all the celebrities went. And the owner would sit there at night, and I would go over there after work many nights and have a glass of wine with him. But he wasn't exactly pouring, like, really good stuff. He'd have like a big bottle of Woodbridge or Gallo. He had the bot, the jug. Yeah, and he would sit there, and I'd go out there and sit. I took Robin in there. She sang karaoke. He, her kids went in there. Mister Belding would go in there all the time. It was the birthplace of karaoke in America. All the celebrities, you, they had pictures of all the major celebrities because Burbank, obviously, right near all the movie studios, right near the NBC studios where they filmed the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. So it was a really hot area. You had uh, the uh, Warner Brothers Studios were right there. So a lot of people were in Burbank. They worked there in the entertainment industry. So they would go to Dimples and sing karaoke. Britney Spears, you name it, they had it on the walls. And the place was an old school dump. But that gave it its charm. And so the bar rescue guy, and then a lot of other places started doing karaoke. And, you know, it doesn't become hip anymore. It was really a hip place because it was a dive bar right in the middle of Burbank. And you go in there and you sing karaoke. The food was nah. The drinks were eh. But it was a fun place to hang out. Well, the history of it was exactly, amazing. And it was very, very um, uh, unique, eccentric. It was eccentric. No, Mr. Belding's a friend of the program. I know he's a friend. He's a friend of everybody. But we got to, that's where I met Mr. Mr. Belding. Yeah, I don't see your video. I met him in Dimples and we would sing together in there. And then he became a friend. He would come on the mm-hmm. show. Wherever he would go to Atlanta, every time he would come to Atlantic City and and do an, a thing at the pool at Harris, we would go down there and hang out with him. Good friend of the show. We love him, Mr. Belding. I haven't heard from him in a while, though. Yes, um, but back to my theory about young coaches and yes. getting hurt. This is what happens when you hire young coaches. This guy's not like he's not twenty two years old. Yeah, but he's younger. See, it, when it's an older coach. They just sit around like Andy Reid and they get, they get uh, you know, heavy and they eat uh, ham sandwiches. But when they're younger, they're out doing stuff and then they get injured. I think guys who are out of shape and stand around and put on massive amounts of weight are susceptible to injuries as well. Maybe not external, but internal and they're mental and physical. They're susceptible to, you know, like the heart attacks. But the Achilles tears, the hamstring pulls, putting out your bat, those kinds of things... It's the younger guys that, so you know, there's a there's a benefit to hiring, you know, just the older, having the older uh, coaches. Exactly. 
Now, the, the finale of Bit Dimples was John Taffer, who now does Bar Rescue. Mm-hmm. They redid the place. So yeah, they, they convinced the guy to clean it up and go modern. And you know what happened? Oh, he wasn't happy about no, it at all. He it went, went back- to shit. He, he started putting back all of his paraphernalia yeah. and memorabilia yeah. in there. Yeah. It's an outrage what happened to that place. We got to get Dennis on. We haven't had him on in a long time. I know. I don't even know if he's coming to Atlantic City because every year when he comes to Atlantic City, he calls and he says, hey, I'm going to be down at the pool at Harris. And we went down there a couple of summers in a row. That's a, I don't think that's the last time I went to the Jersey Shore was when Mr. Belding was here a couple summers ago. Let's see what Can we go and find out what's to. going on? And Matt Patricia, by the way, isn't a skinny young guy. He's a big fella. He's got to be pushing two, 250. So it's not like he's some runway model. The guy has a pencil on his ear 24-7. Guy got it. He has to be way, way over 250 pounds. So it's not about. And by the way, he didn't injure himself, Matt Patricia. He had some cartilage and juices and stuff. Yeah, some it was stuff. an old injury exactly. that needed to be cleaned up. Because he played up. and he coached. He was with As Bill he said, Belichick. I had some shit. Yeah, I had some <laughs> shit taken out of there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if we can get Kelly Kapowski on the show, though. Nick Saban, it's a, people have surgery. Hello? Bueller? I do not see Pirates any... have just scored a run now, and all of a sudden, it's a 6-2 to two ball game. I do not see any events on Dennis's website. We've got to find out what's going on. Maybe, oh. he, no, he did not trip over one of the pencils on his ear, Matt Patricia. It was not an injury. It was cleaning out the, uh, the knee area. Pirates have scored. It is now 6-2. to two. And they're in, the, uh, they're in the bottom of the sixth inning up there at PNC Park. The other game still going on, the daytime game. There'll be a game later on at 4 o'clock, Colorado and Washington again. Man, the Rockies really stink, and the Nationals are really, really playing well. And then tonight, the uh, Yankees and Red Sox start their weekend series on a Thursday night. Minnesota and Chicago, the White Sox, Cleveland and Kansas City. Not what you would call a lot of really juicy matchups. Detroit's in Seattle. Texas and Oakland will be interesting. The Rangers are actually they're in a total free fall right now. The Oakland A's are hanging in there in the wild card. And obviously in the American League set. And Baltimore is in Los Angeles against the Angels. And you watch the Angels after sweeping the Dodgers in the freeway series will probably wind up losing to the Baltimore Orioles tonight. That's how baseball works, Robin. That's why you don't bet on baseball, especially if you're Pete Rose and you're managing the Cincinnati Reds. That's your tip for the day. People tear Achilles. You don't have to be just because you're a football coach doesn't mean you're not susceptible to tear. I tore an Achilles. I tore my ACL and my meniscus. You don't have to be an athlete. I was skiing. Yes, you. You were. turn your knee the wrong way. Jesus. And the Packers coach Matt Lafleur, not Greg Lafleur, former Cowboy tight end. Now that's good, Greg Lafleur knowledge, not Guy Lafleur. Not all the other LaFleurs out there. You know what LaFleur means, right, Robin? Yes, the flower. Exactly. Not the Fleur de Lis. That never gets wrecked. Except you're on Bourbon Street at like 2 in the morning and you're totally shit-faced and you trip over your own LaFleur. Mm-hmm. And then you, you're, you're, you're rolling around in urine and vomit. Oh, that sounds so Before lovely. they get a chance to hose it down and start once again the next morning on Bourbon Street <laughs> like they do every night. <laughs> Not Peter LaFleur, who was a – that's a great one, AJ. Peter LaFleur was Vince Vaughn's character in Old School. 
That's good knowledge right there, man. Not Ron LaFleur, former Detroit Tiger great. It's not spelled the same way. He spelled it F-L-O-R-E. Now, do you know what fleur de lis means? Yes. It's the flower of the lis. (laughs) (laughs) Not Joe Lis. It is the flower of lily. It's a lily flower. I know. Lis is what lily is in French. Yes, lis. Lis. Fleur de lis. Speaking of lis, lily is right there. You see her? Lily sprawled out. She's chilling. She's chilling on a Thursday afternoon, Robin. Can we get a shot of Lily here, Miss Lily? Um, Tony, I have... Robin, are you paying attention? Yes, I am. But I'm ignoring that because we've seen Lily. Uh, um, <laughs> Michael from Domenico's just sent a photograph. Of what the... Oh, yeah, because of, I need I need formal wear for yes. next Thursday. A week from tonight will be August 1st, Robin. Correct. And, and you know where we will be? At the Jason Thompson Foundation Charity Soiree. That is correct. Over at the uh, Union Trust. And tomorrow we will be giving away one pair of tickets. To join us? To join us. These are $150 just to get in the door, obviously for charity. But it's still a pretty big deal. It's a a black tie event. But, you know, I don't go black tie anymore. I got to go sparkly. I know what the Florida Lee is. Jesus. I mentioned David LaFleur. Do you have do you have the uh Jason Thompson Foundation info on you by any chance? Not in my pocket, but I have it but over if here. You, if you would like to join us and you are not the lucky recipient of a winner, there are still tickets available and you can go to the Jason Thompson Foundation dot com mm-hmm. and uh look up for, for, for the soiree. And it's next thir- next Thursday's already August first. I right? know, and it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic time. But here, uh so Tony will be Now the official clothier of the Tony Bruno right. Nation Live is of course the great Michael at Domenico's. Correct. Now, now I wore that jacket before, I this believe. This is one of the ones that you have worn before, but it is very good looking. No, and I so- like it. So this is a yes. I'm going to tell Michael that this is... Does he have a couple of other options that I can look at? He has my sizes there on on. on he hand. does have your sizes, but this is going to be... You like that one, Robin? I like this one. I like that one, too. It's got the little gold... It's got a little fleur-de-lis look. It almost looks like a New Orleans Saints type. Now, uniform. there was the other one that you had that you did wear that, that um, we were hoping that you were going to be able to wear again. I don't want but the I double-breasted guess, one. I gotta, no, you gotta, no, no, this you gotta is, mix it up, Robin. So this was this was the one, Tony, that you were wearing in at the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the one. And you see who I'm with in that picture. Yeah. You know who that is? Let's see if people can identify the person in that picture. Well, okay, let's see if it's it's kind of hard to see no. on here. See if people can identify this man in the picture from Atlanta Super Bowl. It was the Saturday before the big game, and we were at the Lee Steinberg party. And I didn't know, I right away, I didn't recognize him. He recognized me and called out my name. Yeah, his hair's not quite as tall as No, exactly. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you look at his face, you will realize exactly who that is. Another brush with greatness. So now that, that jacket that you were wearing here is slightly different. It is? Oh, yeah, that one had a little swirly. Yes. Yeah, that one looked more like a fleur-de-lis. It looked like, uh, like my mother's wallpaper in her house in South Philly scroll, many years ago. That was more like scroll work. Yeah. That is that. You know who that is? That is Kid from Kid and Play, Robin. How about that? You like that? I want to get one of those necklaces, man. I got to get one of those Kid and Play necklaces. And he's still out there. You know, he's. I I was like shocked. And he says, "Hey," because there were all these guys hanging around him, and I'm like, "Who the hell are these guys?" 
who is this guy? And then as soon as I looked at him and he looked at me, it was like, holy shit, it's Kid from Kid and Play. Dude. You a Kid and Play fan from back in the day, Robin? Absolutely. I'm going to have to play a little bit of Kid and Play today. Because Kid don't play. You know what I'm saying? And you see what happened? I mean, he's, you know, people change. But he's got to go back to the hair, though. The Kid and Play... Play hair. We saw some guy down. Uh, we went to uh, out to dinner, and there was some guy that had the hair. I was like, "Whoa!" I did not realize that that had made a comeback. We need it to was, bust out a little. Kid it was at least a foot high, at least. That's impressive. What song should I play? Let me look up. Uh, not Kid Cootie. No, not him. I got to get some. Uh, let's play uh, "Getting Funky" by Kid and Play. Which one? Any, I, w- I want some request. Anybody have a special request? I'm going to play a little Kid and Play today. Not Kid Rock. Not Billy the Kid. Not Jason Kid. Can you think of other kids, Robin? Um, wasn't there a boxer called the Kid? Or was that a movie? I don't remember. Practice up now. Rebel Man 93, no one can do his high top fade like he did. No. Well, there's some good high top fades back in the day. Armand Gilliam used to have one, former Sixer great, Armand Gilliam. Oh, Trevor from the... Not Kid Cash. No. New Kids on the Block. Kitty City. (laughs) Not Kid Chris. Wasn't there a kid, a guy, a DJ named Kid Chris or something? Not Warren, kid. Not Kid Creole. Is he writing for... Is he writing comedy for Bill Maher? I don't know. I didn't even really get a chance. It was so loud and so hot in that place. It was so hot. It was an old church, but there were so many people in there. Yeah. It was impossible to move around. We, it was really sardine-like. That's the, that's the place that we went into, and that chick that was the porn star was on yes. the red carpet when we Farrah? were walking in. Yeah, Farah, the porn chick. Yeah. Well, she was uh, the the 13 and pregnant or 16 and pregnant or whatever it was, yeah. and then she became a porn no, star. She's really hot, though. Yeah, she is. And she was looking at me, and I was looking at her, but then I was being interviewed by the Wrangler Jeans guy. Mm-hmm. And so Which, I wanted to go over and get a By the way, pic- you've never received your rank. I didn't apply for them. Yes, you did, didn't you? No. Oh, that's an outrage. I got to go. Let's see, that's because I don't think just about myself, Robin. I got myself two pairs of Wrangler jeans, real comfortable jeans, for doing the interview as a lovely parting gift. And I had a coupon where I had to call in and uh, go online and get them. And I still have not put that. I hope it hasn't expired, Robin, because I need some new jeans. I hope so, too. Real, comfortable jeans. Not Kids Incorporated. Remember Kids Incorporated, the TV yes. show? That's good stuff right there. Did you take that song down, Robin? Because, yes, because I was having to answer the phone and everything at the same time, so it was just too much. Sometimes there's just too much for me to have no, going just, on at once. Just let the music play, Robin. Let the music play. Yeah, he's one of the writers of Real Time with Bill Maher. I did not know that. I did I wish not I had, know. I, we got to get him on the show. Yeah, I know. Because I didn't have a chance to talk to him. It was so loud. We got a picture together. I wonder. Damn it, Robin is right. 
See, now, if I were going to get a wig, I'd, I'd rock the high top fade. Because you can put those on real nice and clean. You know what I'm saying? The fabulous Jervis Peterson. We were at a 80s uh, party one night. We all dressed up in 80s, and I had, the, like, the headband and the side braid. And um, then he came in wearing a big old fro. And he's normally bald. Well, he shaves his and head. Ha- tight. And halfway through the night, after a little bit of drinking, you put it on. Yes. I look good in the fro. Right. You, I, didn't you switch You switched costumes, right? Wasn't there I don't remember. I just, uh, I just put the fro on. And, and Bob Ross could rock it. I could rock a fro, too. I'll have to find I didn't, it. Was on, it wasn't a Jew fro, though, because Bob Ross is Jewish, you know. And there's a lot of Jew fros yes. out there. And there's a lot of white future, Jewish dudes who can do the, the tight curls My future son-in-law could probably do it. Yeah. That's some good stuff right there. You don't get this anywhere else, Robin. So we got Barry Wright. I got to rip the city of San Francisco again. It's not my style because you know I love the city by the bay. Did you see the story that I sent you this morning, Robin? You want to talk about ridiculous. You know Bart. We used to ride Bart all the time. I'm on, by the way, it's 6-3 now. Cardinals lead the Pirates. They are through uh, six innings now up in Pittsburgh. And the uh, St. Jude's Golf Classic is underway. The old Danny Thomas, it used to be called. Back in the day when celebrities had the golf tournaments named after them. And I know the Jude St. Jude Classic in Memphis was originally the Danny Thomas because Danny Thomas is the guy who basically founded and started the whole St. Jude's Christian uh, St. Jude's Hospital for Children crusade. And his daughter Marlo continues on that tradition. One of the great charities in this country, by the way, St. Jude's. People yes. don't have to pay a dime. It's amazing to send their kids there. They do a great job. And you know the other one of the two hospitals I support, Children's Hospitals. St. Jude's, and then the other one, uh, the ones with the, sh- the Shriner, Shriner's yeah. Hospital for Children. Shriner's Hospital in St. Jude's, I contribute to them all the time. To, not Dave Thomas, the Wendy's guy, no. Now, Gabe Kaplan, Gabe Kaplan, Gabe Kapler, no, Gabe Kaplan, he had a fro. How is his Twitter not... Who, kid? Yeah. I don't think he's listed as kid on his Twitter, Robin. No, no, no. I'm saying that how is it, he, he, because I'm pretty sure that this is it, but how is he not officially, how does he not have a... He's not verified, you verified, mean, Robin? yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just on the download now. He's not performing as a singer anymore. Not everybody who writes for comedy shows gets verified, but if anybody should be verified, it should be. Yeah. Kid. Now, what's his, what's his Twitter handle? Kid from Kid and Play. Oh, so he has Kid from Kid yeah. and Play? <laughs> and he's, he's not verified? He's not verified. I hate to I do can't... it to Twitter. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack from Twitter. Bafangula, hey. So this is, I don't see, if anybody else can find another one, but um, it says Christopher Kid Reed, Kid from Kid and Play is, is his official handle. And then the, um, the, Bio says, beige vampire actor, comedian, rapper from New York, living, working, smoking in L.A. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Not many people will call themselves beige. Yeah, beige. <laughs> beige. I'm beige sometimes. This is the first summer where I'm not really dark. Because I, 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 the only sun I've been getting is when I go up on the roof and do some roofing and stuff. 
I'm not a guy. I, I haven't laid out on the beach. I haven't laid out on a pool. Anything this year. I'm almost as white as Robin. That's hard to do. Yeah, it really is. It's really hard to do. <laughs> and damn right, Tom from MySpace would have verified Kid from Kid and Play. It's just an outrage. We, we got to get him on, though. I know. Can you just send him a message, Robin? I'll try. Just drop my name on there. He knows who I am. I mean, obviously, you can't DM him, right? Because he's not... Is he following me? Um, no. Am I following him? Yes. Was I, I following did. him or no, you just did it? I just did Because it. I didn't really even think to look for his uh, Twitter handle. Because I don't do that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Beige is not the what's racist now. No, that's not the way it works. Beige is what a lot of light-skinned African-Americans call themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. That's not racist. Yeah, I did have to pull out the 40-foot ladder. My neighbor's ladder. That's a 40-footer to get up on that roof. Mm -hmm. And the roof's been on fire lately. And I don't need no water. I let that bitch burn. Meanwhile... Sorry, I'm just laughing at what Michael from Domenico's. <laughs> what did he say? I, what did he I, wrote, I wrote back to him. I said, okay, yes, that one, Tony approves, that one will work. Uh, you still have his measurements, right? And he says, I think so, as long as he didn't gain weight again. I didn't gain weight again. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. You dirty, rotten. What do you think I am, some fat slob? I've actually lost weight from last year. I'm not the same girth. Just take them, uh, just give me one of those uh, things on the sides where you can like tighten the pants. You know, those are the ones I like. The yes. ones where they have like the little snaps on the yeah. side. Because those are effective because if you're going and you're going out to a really great meal. Yes. Um, and Not because you get fatter when you eat. No, no but it's good to have yeah. the, because a lot of times tuxedo pants don't have belts. It's always suspenders. So sometimes, you know, if you're not, uh, if you don't have time, you know what they say. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I am opening up the phone lines, people. All right, let's put the phone number. What's the phone number, Robert, right now? The lines now? are now open, and you can call us with, with uh, your Remes- questions, yeah. comments, rants, 215 Requests, reminiscences, observations, uh, shout-outs. 215-462-TONY, that's 215-462-8669. Like when you do that, Robin? I like I know. when you do that. That's why I do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I put on my special, my special voice voice. What up, what up is right. Phone voice. <laughs> I had phone some, sex voice? I had somebody tell me that I do phone real well. Yeah. You should be doing one of them phone sex lines. Uh, I do something to make money. I know. If this show doesn't catch on, uh, then uh, <laughs> that might be... I can still do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the... Uh, the New York Metropolitans continue to lead your San Diego Madres out there. Oh, well, it's in New York, actually, up at Shitty Field. 4 nothing still. They're in the bottom bottom of the eighth inning. Now they're in the... Uh, Thank you, Oski the Bear, now following us. They're in the top of the seventh now in Pittsburgh. St. Louis still leading 6-3. to three. The two games going on this afternoon. I mentioned Colorado and Washington and the Washington... Natinals have just been incredible. James Owls is now following us. James Owls. Yes. Any, from, any relation to the Temple Owls? I don't know. And 856 Agent is following us. Beautiful. And thank you for the uh, bits. Yes. yes. Thanks for cheering the 100 bits. Oh, there's, there's been lots of cheers and, and bit givers. We appreciate everybody. And uh, just so that you know, at the very end of the show... Anybody that has cheered us, followed us, subscribed, uh, any kind of interaction, 
your name will be listed on in the, the scroll. Yeah, we have a rolling credits. scrolling credits at the end of the show. What other show gives you credits at the end of the show? Put your name up because in lights and scroll. you guys, our listeners, exactly. are part of the show. And when you interact, when you do anything with us, we want to recognize you. So we have this fantastic program that pulls all that information automatically. I don't actually do it myself, but it pulls it automatically, and you will be recognized. Rec- you better recognize. 215-462-8669. 215-462-TONY is the number. In the meantime, we got all kinds of updates today. i, I got to get to the San Francisco one, Robin. You know I love San Francisco. I was mentioning BART. We used to ride it all the time. We would fly in from L.A. to SFO and then take BART all the way into the city, and we would get off in the Union Square stop. And we've been all over BART. Is that my phone? Yeah, that's the wrong phone. Somebody's calling on the wrong phone. Somebody's calling me from Utah. A Ute? What's a Ute? Uh, What do I know in Utah? I don't know, but... It's got to be spam. Ah, uh, here we go. Maybe Bart. it's Mitt Romney calling to find out if I have his own magic underwear. No, I don't, Mitt. Sorry, buddy. I do have your dog, though, that you left on top Tony of your car. Tony does have holy underwear, but it doesn't have quite the same meaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite. Not quite the same. Exactly. Okay, Bart, <laughs> yes. So we're all, we, we would ride Bart all the time. Whether it was from Oakland, mm-hmm. go onto the bay, and then go into San Francisco from the Bart station where... The BART station, of course, where the Coliseum station, the stop over there, we would ride BART from the SFO all the way downtown to right. Union Square, Market Street, walk around down there before you could, when you could actually walk around down there. And not have to worry about where you were stepping. So BART, oh, you know, like, like most major city transportation companies, and BART is Bay Area Rapid Transit, for those that don't yeah. know. And it's a really efficient system. I mean, they got the, most of this stuff is above ground. So they're like, they're like subways. They go underground, then they come out of the ground. It's like a lot of the people in San Francisco. They go underground, and then they come out of the ground, and then they sit on the ground and shit on the ground. So they had a, the 24th Mission Station. You know mm-hmm. where that is, right? Yes. 24th Street in the Mission District. Mm-hmm. It's one of the stops on BART. And they have a lot of escalators, the electric escalators yes. that go up and down. And the one, obviously, the one always in Union Square Station would always be broken. One of them would be broken. And, you know, these people work hard. They go out and fix them. But the 24th and Mission BART station mm-hmm. has been closed for six months. The two escalators there haven't been working. So a woman writes to, Dear BART, can you please give me an update on the escalators? at the? Tw- I'm, I'm paraphrasing this. Yes. But it was actually a woman named Megan. And Megan writes, Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Will your child be ready for kindergarten? At Enchanted Care Learning Center, the answer is yes. Our curriculum offers the perfect balance of learning and play. Our teachers personalize that experience for each child through engaging activities that develop the skills they need to be ready for what comes next. Attend an Enchanted Care open house on Saturday, August 3rd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. To find a preschool near you, click the banner or visit EnchantedCare.com. That's EnchantedCare.com. 
I have it right here. Dear Casey. I, I, I have, have a dead dog. No, it's not a dead dog. Guy. I have the, so, the, the tweet. You have the Megan tweet? Says, Read what Megan wrote to Bart. Can you shed any lights at SF Bart? 24th Street escalators were due to be reopened on Friday, and now it's been pushed out a month. It's been closed for nearly six months now, and for some reason, the northern 24th Street entry is also blocked. What's the holdup? Can we reopen that entry, please? The agency responded that work was halted for weeks because... Are you ready? Are you ready? It's got to be some sort of you know, a labor dispute. Maybe it's an endangered species or something. Something, right? Yeah, it's got to be something. No. It is rats with wings. That's right. A pigeon. One A pigeon, pigeon is keeping a BART subway station yes. escalator from being One fixed for seven months. Set up a nest by the escalator and laid two eggs. And by federal law, we are not allowed to disturb an active nest and monitor the nest every single day. That is right. And here is a photograph of said pigeon. Oh, wait, we have, which, a, we have a delivery at the door. The yellow vest is, is out there. Which is a rat with wings, Tony Bruno. I don't want to rip pigeons. I mean, they have you know, Oh, they, they have, they have their too. purposes as well. Well, but, obviously. But they're not endangered no, by any means. No, pigeons are not endangered anywhere on earth. And it is very easily... You could move them. You could catch the mother and put the put the nest somewhere else. Exactly. So what did Bart do? They actually used an excuse that is not even applicable. They suggested that they couldn't remove the mother pigeon from her nest inside the escalator because there's a federal law that prohibits them from moving said pigeon. One of the other Bart riders said, looked it up, did a Google search, and within five minutes found out that that's total bullshit that there are some species that are endangered, but I don't care who you are and how much you love animals and nobody loves animals more than me or Robin, pigeons are not an endangered species. So they basically made it up or they were that, how can you be that dumb? And again, I'm not saying kill the pigeon, but fix the damn escalator, take the pigeon out. Now the pigeon has had the babies and they still haven't removed the mother pigeon and the father, the wonder pets, they should have sent the Wonder Pets down there. Jesus. And they still haven't fixed the damn subway using a pigeon as an excuse in endangered species. And you know what that is, don't you? It's an outrage. That's your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen. It's an outrage. Yes, it is. That's a mother pigeon shame. I said, did Samuel L. Jackson say that? And I hate to do it to Bart. Do they dance the pigeon, Bert and Ernie? I'm trying to find a pigeon song, Robin. I don't even know a pigeon song. Let's see if this, this is a pigeon song. Can you bring the music up, Robin? Not stool pigeons, of course. Yeah. I see a lot of uh, children's songs about pigeons. Yeah, that's one I want. I want one of the pigeons. Like the one from Bert and Ernie that they, they dance on Sesame Street. This is before they came out of the closet, though. Bert and Ernie. No one knew back then. Okay, here we I go. like this song. It's got a good beat. You can dance with it. 
Better than this. I got a hankering for some good squid right now and some good eel. Wait, Bob yeah, Valley Fortress. That's bad. That's bad. Kid, Kid Creole and the Coconuts stout, stool pigeon, 1982, Robin. Oh. Let's get that baby up. Okay. Kid pigeon. Creole and the stool and the coconuts. Yeah, doing she, the I know stool Kid Creole. Pigeon. And the coconuts. Stool pigeon. That's bad knowledge for me because I'm an old kid Creole and the coconuts fan from way back in the day. That's a good job. D. Conrad Vegas says only Robin can find it. Did you it. find it, Robin? You're not even looking for it. No, I thought you were. Ay, Vegas. You're, you're giving yourself praise because David in Vegas said that only you can find it. And then you didn't even look for it. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Here we go, Tony Bruno. Uh, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me a little, give me one of those. All right, here we go. See, this song's not actually about the birds, pigeons. No, it's it's called the stool, stool pigeon. pigeon. Yeah. What is yeah, a you stool? Know, what is a stool pigeon? They're snit. There's they're snitches. Oh, are they? And snitches get stitches, stitches, as you know. Stoolies, not those kind of stoolies. No. This might be a record, though. That it's it's we are almost. Two hours in, and that's my first bump, bump, de bump. Uh, and you you're wearing, I, I got caught you some slack for wearing red today. This is a very long intro. It's the funk. Don't fight the funk, Robin. Don't fight the mother humping funk. Oh, Burton Gas found another one Pigeon by America. The group America? Yeah. All right, let me give this a little fun. Don't fight the fun. Not stool softener, no, that's a different song. <laughs> stool softener? That's a, that's a totally different song. I think that was done by uh, Colace, I think was the name of the group that did that one. See, that's good Colace now, but Robin, right? You didn't even give me, like, any kind of acknowledgement of that. There's a uh, there's a song called Pigeon by Cave Town. Yeah, I, I was playing that one earlier. Oh, is that the one you were? Yeah, playing? it sucked. Stool pigeon, right? Here we go. I'm turning this one off for All a right. second because I'm going to pull this one up and see if it'll play. Um, Tony, we don't we have other updates? Updates? Yes, stuff? we do. But I just wanted to get the pigeon shit that cleared up and taken out of the way and uh, settle that situation. So, Bart, I hate to do it to you again. This is the pigeon song by America. No, free bird's not a not a, a pigeon song. No, it's a different kind of bird. It's one of the uh, laid back American yeah. songs. Are there pigeons on Ventura Highway? As far as I know, there are pigeons 
everywhere. <laughs> These are not, I mean, it is uh, the fact that they use well, this as an excuse. Is cr- oh, it is about a pigeon. By the name of Fred. A pigeon, Fred? A pigeon named Fred. Shot him. Oh, he shot him. In the head. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a violent shit right there. <laughs> I had a pigeon named Fred and I shot him in the head. Wow. But I done blowed up. Oh, the done blowed up. Real good. Add me a dog. Don't tell me you killed the dog. Amer- I thought America was like a really, really but to him quality group that did not do. S- Peter should come after them for this song. Killing pigeons, shooting them in the head. Add me a farm. Sitting pretty on the hill. But if you look, you'll see it ain't there still. God, this is a terrible song. This is song. horrible. This is like a, everything's. No wonder people are anti-American now. Destroyed. That's this is why people have turned on America, not the country, the, the group. This is awful. S Falcon. Well, we have breaking news from AJ Bruno. He just tweeted breaking news. Double exclamation point, Robin. Uh, is that a cryptic uh, message there? I hope so. Can you? Are you allowed to call AJ Bruno twenty nineteen? I don't know. I think it's maybe something um, yes. a, a personal in nature. But when I see breaking news, I immediately my journal, my inner journalist, immediately jumps well, into into high gear. We hope that the breaking news is fantastic. Exactly. Um, is the pool open? Did you get the boat fixed? I mean, how many breaking news situations can we handle in one day? Burton Gus goes, this song is just awful. I forget offering that damn link. Yeah. No, AJ is making it official, ladies and gentlemen. And we will spread the word to you now. He just tweeted again. Bun in oven. Yes. Oh, this is fantastic news. Congratulations, you two. This is, for those of you who do not know. um, No, there's no more crawfish in the grass. (laughs) Tony's son and daughter-in-law Sarah, they they've been trying very hard to get pregnant. They've gone, you know, the whole infertility ups and downs, and uh, anybody that's gone through it knows how 